The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to get all pretty. Ooh, I like feeling pretty. I know. We're going to see if we can win a scepter and a crown and be the prettiest girl on the block. I mean, I'd rather take a, a blimp ride. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, going on a blimp ride would be pretty fun as long as you're not drunk and, you know, asking to drive said blimp. But I mean, but who want to who want to drive a blimp, though? That would be kind of fun to drive the blimp. It would be fun. So this week is season four, episode four, Lisa the Beauty Queen. So if you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, it is a very Lisa-centric episode. Yeah, and it's one of those weird ones you wouldn't normally picture a Lisa doing. No, absolutely not. After, you know, watching hundreds of episodes of The Simpsons, this is... Definitely a uh, blip on the radar, so to speak, of what Lisa would do. Yeah. So, air date, original. Lee aired 10-16-92 in October. So, two weeks right before Halloween. Yep, so and next, we- next week is Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it's, so technically, be- it's technically a week early because it'll air on uh, the 20... 20- Third? 23rd, yeah. So, eh. which is weird because they could have done it on October 30th. Oh, actually, they did push it. I just, I just uh, look, I looked ahead, Shh. but it was October 29th that originally aired. So, oh, they must have taken, that, a, they took a week off to actually put it at Halloween. Yeah. So, the recap for this episode an artist does an unflattering portrait of Lisa, so she enters a beauty pageant to regain self esteem. I mean, you know, if somebody mocks you for something, you want to prove them wrong. But, I mean, we'll get to it, but she really shouldn't have taken it personally. No, no, she shouldn't have. Uh, Chalkboard gag this week. I will not prescribe medication. Ooh, Dr. Bart? Dr. Bart. How is he getting the medication to prescribe it, though? You know he stole a prescription pad from Dr. Nick or someone really dumb. I don't think he yeah. could have get away with it with Hibbert, but Dr. Nick, yeah. I feel like he could have done something, dressed up in a costume or something, be like, hey, Dr. Nick, I need a prescription pad. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Could, yeah. Bart's a, Bart would do that. But what's um, he, the, the, but the real question is, what is he prescribing? I mean, it's not like, I mean, unless it's <laughs> Adderall. But my guess would be is it, it would be to the older kids, like the, yes. the the kids that would know what drugs are. What was the drug Bart took in the episode where he had ADHD? Uh, I can't remember. So we'll have to wait till we get to it. It wasn't actually maybe, Adderall. It was no. something, I think, a similar name. Yeah. Name to Maybe it. he was prescribing that drug. 
Maybe. But he didn't probably Maybe. didn't know it existed yet. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, the sax solo this week was, yeah, it was pretty good. That it was, was classy. I mean, it, yeah, it was. It, I mean, it went from, like, normally it kind of starts at her chair, like, the normal sax information yeah. play, starts at the chair, and then the solo is actually while she's leaving the door. This yeah. one, man, we got this jazziness solo from, like, the moment she got up from her chair all the way to the door. Yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, it's Lisa. She's good on the saxophone. Saxophone. Anyways, the couch gag this week. Maggie is sitting on the couch, and the rest of the Simpsons run in, but they run off the <laughs> reel, and I have to turn around to sit back on the couch. That is a great, you know, honestly, that is a that is a pretty good gag. I enjoy that being a you know TV and film person, because um, I don't think you know the funny thing is I don't think the younger generation would get that reference. No, I mean that's a cartoon. A cartoon, right? Like a Disney, yeah. or not a Disney, but like a Warner Brother animation, like Bugs Bunny type of yes. joke. And the other funny thing I want to mention is how the hell did Maggie get to the couch? Doesn't Marge usually carry Maggie in? No, Maggie Maggie cartwheels in. She does whatever she wants. But I'm saying the majority of them. The majority of them, Maggie's not running in. I think she's being carried in by Marge. Maybe she was already sitting there. Maybe she crawled her way in before the rest of the Simpsons got home. They just took forever getting out of the cars and yeah, uh, off their bike and skateboarding in. And dude, babies are magical creatures. They can get from one place to another without you even realizing it. No, I think that's snails. Oh, is that snails? Yeah, my fish tank has a couple snails in it, and like I could, they'll be in one spot, and then I'll look somewhere like like five minutes later, and they're on the other side of the tank. And I'm like, how does the hell does a slow-ass snail get to the other side of the tank in, like, five minutes? Well, it's in water, so maybe the water helps move it along a little bit faster. Maybe. I guess I never sit there and watch it. Yep. So, this week we open up on Springfield Elementary School Carnival, which... God. I I think most schools do have a carnival. And that, they isn't do. That, isn't that normally... A, it's probably a fall thing, so we're in the fall, so it's probably like their um, fall carnival. I think our elementary school did it in the spring. Yeah, the, at the end of school. That was the other thing I was thinking, is normally they do it at the end of the school year, but but it's Springfield. They might do a couple. Also, why are you trying to figure out what what uh, what time of what time of year it is? We it's the Simpsons. Yeah, well, it's whenever they want it to be. It's whenever they want it. No, but they. I mean, I feel like now season four and maybe through twelve ish. They, I think they actually tried doing that time frame thing, so that way they got Thanksgiving when it needed to be. And but the earl the seasons one through three, yeah, there was zero time frame. Don't forget, it wasn't like. I mean, wasn't there an episode, wasn't like the first season of this episode, like the last day of school? Yeah. And then they went Homer to summer the, camp. Yeah. And then Homer the Heretic, no, that was, yeah, the last day of school. And then Homer the Heretic, apparently there was a uh, severe wind chill that just so happened. <laughs> yeah. Cause what, well, now granted in Homer the Heretic, it, I think it actually moved seasons because I, you know, he set his house on fire and there was no snow on the ground, but it was freezing cold out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the Simpsons and your random weather patterns. Uh, but yeah, the I don't know if you knew this, but Springfield's Carnival apparently is the happiest place on Earth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, 
I think Disney has something to say about that. Yeah, so so the a lawyer and a pair of goons confront Principal Skinner at the school, uh, just below a banner of the event, and uh, the lawyer's like, Principal Skinner, the happiest place on earth is a registered Disneyland copyright. Well, gentlemen, it's just a small school carnival, and it's heading for a great big lawsuit. You made a big mistake, Skinner. <laughs> and Skinner's like, well, so did you. You got an X Green Beret mad. And then Skinner starts beating the crap out of <laughs> out of the goons and kicking the lawyer in the chest. And then one of the goons like literally just runs off. And then the then Skinner takes the lawyer's briefcase and hucks it at the escaping goon and knocks him out. And well, he's then, an X Green Beret, as we find out. Yep. And then Skinner he's good at that. and then Skinner does a really good James Bond impression. Copyright <laughs> expired. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it now? Is that a Bond or is that uh, the the guy from uh, ra, uh, ra, oh, God? The guy from uh, CSI Miami. I never Robinson s- Crusoe. I never seen that show, but no, I think it's James Bond. Probably so, is. Well, considering CSI Miami didn't come out until the late nineties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I mean Skinner is uh I I mean we've learned I mean it's like I think we mentioned this before like we're really learning uh, Skinner's backstory here, like yeah. a lot of it like him being trapped in a tiger cage as a POW and just his PTSD and now he's yeah. like kicking lawyers' asses. I mean, <laughs> I, it's it's uh I think they've done a really good job with Skinner and kind of building up his his character. Yeah, yeah, they and, have. And he could throw a briefcase pretty damn well. I don't think I could throw a gr- briefcase like that. Well, again, he's an ex-Green Beret. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so, I don't know, are Green Berets good at throwing things? I thought they were more good at tactical or, like... Uh, yeah, why wouldn't like, he be good? Well, I think it was, like, short-range combat, like kicking and punching. That's, that's, I didn't... They can throw things. Can they? They okay. got They still gotta be excellent marksmen. Okay, with a gun, maybe not a briefcase, but you know, grenades, grenades, yeah. Um, so we cut to the uh, like the uh, what are those called? The carnival games, and we get actually one of my favorite carnival games. I'm really, really good at these things. Is the filling the water balloon by by shooting the water in the little dot <laughs> in the center of the circle, and then yeah. basically it either blows up a balloon. Some carnivals you kind of raise a, a thing up to the top. Whoever gets to the top yeah. wins. Well, Nelson apparently <laughs> thinks this is dumb and yep. just squirts Martin with the with it instead. I wholeheartedly 100% agree with Nelson. Now, Nelson wants for president. Now, I <laughs> Now, I I know the ones at Six Flags Great America in Chicago doesn't they don't they, you can't unfortunately shoot the water at them. No. But I have been to some really crappy carnival ones where it's on a on an actual like hose thing. So theoretically, yeah. yeah, you could spray the people, but I think uh, at the really high end uh, parks, they did this so that uh, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't spray anyone. Um, and then Bart has an unsanctioned uh, three card Monty <laughs> table. <laughs> sure does. Yeah, of course he does. I know, right? I'm glad Bart knows three card Monty. That's that's really really well, funny. I mean, it's not that hard of a game to learn. No, but it, it you have to be quick with your hands though, and I don't know. I guess how quick Bart is with his with his hands. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Skinner comes up. I don't think I authorized this. He's <laughs> like, well, gentlemen, we'll see you later. And he throws a, a smoke bomb down and you got a cloud of smoke and, <laughs> and he's off. Yep. He's, he, uh, I think uh, Bart should never get into magic because I feel like he would turn that life into a life of crime. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there it's against the law, but, you know, you still see him in... Uh, I know there were three-card Monty tables in D.C. when I visited, kind of on the, the mall. Oh, yeah. New uh, York had them, too. New York had them, yeah. So, I don't know if they're still there. I don't know if they've uh, really cracked down on that sort of thing or not. Um, Probably not. But another one of the games, uh, Carnival Games, is the Guess Your uh, Age and Weight, oh, which, once again, I killed at Six Flags at this because, A... I don't look my age and nope. B, I don't look my weight. So I won all the time at this. And I honestly don't quite understand why these are still, I mean, I know some of them are guess your age within like three years. And then some of them are like, guess your weight within like 10 pounds. So yeah. I, I feel like, I guess maybe it's not a, you know, too much of a one of those you know rigged carnival games i was able to yeah. do it but just based on how i I could probably still do it i guarantee you no one thinks i'm 30 i could walk to one of those things they're not going to think i'm 38 i get oh, i'm yeah. in my 20s all the time well before we get to the uh guess your age and weight uh we got willie oh, yes. selling some haggis yeah yeah so willie willie uh thinks uh haggis is an amazing scottish delight so he's like get your haggis right here chopped heart and lungs Boiled in wee sheep's stomach. Tastes as good as it sounds. Good for what ails ya. And then he pauses and he kind of bows his head like, okay. Well, no one, if no you look at the haggis. scene, well, the, you look at the scene, he kind of looks like he's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I know. Probably because so, uh, nobody's Skinner, there. Yeah, probably because Skinner was like, no, Willie, you are not setting up your haggis booth next to all of our food trucks or food stands. Yeah, because yeah, it probably smells bad. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it smells awful. Um, and so yeah, so at the back to the guess your age and weight stand, uh, uh, the guy guesses Homer's uh, age at 53 years old. Jesus, and 420 pounds. Okay, I get that. I get that it's a joke, but jeez. I mean, bald head, big beer belly. I mean, maybe, but 420 pounds, probably not. The yeah. the age, maybe, maybe. Uh, but Homer's actual age is thirty six, and his actual weight is two thirty nine, and uh, Homer is thirty six in this season, and we learn that he's thirty eight and thirty nine in season eight. So, yeah, the Simpsons don't age, but they sort do of age. do. Or maybe Homer just didn't remember how old he was. Right. I could have sworn during his birthday episode he turned 38. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I know we talked about it. I yeah. I guess we'd have to go back um, yeah. and, and check it out. Unless this uh, episode happened before they paused their ages. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a flashback episode. Only it's not. I don't know. Maybe, or or the writers completely forgot how old Homer was when they wrote this episode. And that's a very that's a very good possibility. Yeah, they forget a lot of things here and there. Yes. Uh, so then uh, Bart walks up to the Paralyzer ride, which good name for a ride, I think. Yeah. Uh, and 
But what's not good about it is Otto apparently is running this ride. Mm-hmm. But I see an Otto can be a carny too. Uh, and oh, yeah. Bart dares Otto to make it go faster. <laughs> okay. He's like, Otto, man, I dare you to make it go faster. Yeah. It's like, all right, Bart, dude. And then one of the rockets flies off, hits the school. And I was like, oh, I'll be in Mexico until this blows over. And uh, just to let everyone know, so if you're watching this episode before or if you've seen this episode you know, after you've heard our uh, podcast, go check it out. As we go throughout this episode, every time we get a shot of the school, the rocket yep. ship is actually still stuck Yeah, in the school. That's kind of funny. It's good good attention to detail. Yep. So uh, then, you know, so now we see Millhouse, you know, wandering the grounds. And this this scene bothers me, like this whole sequence of events, because first of all, you see so Milhouse sees Jimbo's spook house. First of all, it's a rickety shack. <laughs> was it Willie's shack? Near... It wasn't Willie's shack, right? It might have been Willie's shack <laughs> that they took over. So it's a shack. It's not even near the carnival grounds. And it's named after a bully. Why would you go in? I don't know. But why? Uh... So he goes in. He gets beat up. Also, the other question is... He gets is... his lunch money taken away, too. Yeah. My other question is... Why is he wearing a Boy Scout uniform? Well, okay, so I know it's next season, but we get the uh, Boy Scouts in the Hood episode where Bart gets uh, high on a squish and joins the Boy Scouts. Correct. Was Milhouse already in the Boy Scouts in that episode? Do you remember? Okay, he might have. But the but here's the thing: we don't know that. Well, no. But now, wearing this, why is he wearing this as everyday dress? Maybe that he had a had a Boy Scout uh, meeting after school. Maybe this is after school. The school carnival would maybe happen after school, and after that he has to go to his Boy Scout meeting. And so there's he's wearing... no context though. But there's there's no ha- con- there doesn't have to be as we learn as we learn later. Uh, you we uh, Ralph's not wearing his blue shirt, so maybe Millhouse just wants to wear his uh, Boy Scout uniform. Uh, no, that the fact that that is an animation error on the Ralph thing. <laughs> uh, so then Milhouse comes out all disheveled after getting beat up and Bart asks, Oh, is it scary? And Milhouse says, yes. And Bart goes, why would Milhouse and Bart are best friends? Why would Milhouse stop him? Like, don't go in there. Police are in there. They're going to beat you up and take your lunch money. Maybe Bart is, or Milhouse is still slightly pissed at, uh, uh, Bart for the whole lover, the, the Samantha stanky thing. No, they made up. Yeah, they maybe, made up. Maybe there's a slight, slight, but but to, on Milhouse's side, though, if Milhouse says, yes, it's scary, I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Why would you warn Bart? Hey, Bart, the bullies are in there. Don't go okay. in there. Oh, yeah. this scene angers me. It angers me. Yeah. And then Bart goes in and then he realizes that it was a mistake. Milhouse could have helped him. Milhouse yep. was his best friend. Yeah. Was, uh, I would have been was, pissed. That was pretty I, bad. I been pissed. So now we get to the character station. And it's $3, and there's three pictures on the little sign. Uh, we got Farrah Fawcett, Fonzie, A, and Darth Vader. And for those of you that don't know what characters are, caricatures are, if you've never been to an amusement park, or who, I, I don't know. I know some of our age range of everyone that listens is the 18 to 27. So I don't know if yeah. you guys are going to carnivals and fairs or not. <laughs> um, you know, with your Xboxes and Playstations and Nintendo systems. But... 
Yeah. A caricature is meant to be a cartoonization of how the artist feels you should look. So as yeah. we saw the the Farrah Fawcett, Fonzie, and Darth Vader, they weren't your your normal pictures. They were cartoonish images of the artist's representation of them. Yeah. And so now we so get then, to you Lisa. Know, Lisa. Yeah. So Lisa's sitting there and the guy's like, Oh, do you like roller skating? No, everybody <laughs> loves, loves roller, roller skating. skating. <laughs> oh my god! So he, he, so the guy draws Lisa, and he's like, he's like, all right, turn around, and she looks up, and see, this is this is another weird thing. Like everybody sees the picture now. She's chasing a boy in the cartoon, and I don't like, like people are watching, and that happens sometimes, but like. They're all laughing, but I'm assuming some of those people got their pictures drawn. Like, it's just so weird to, like, use this jumping off point to get to the rest of the episode. Well, I mean. Now Lisa, and yeah. now Lisa, you know, feels ugly after seeing the picture. Yep. And, but see, I don't know if Lisa, I mean, I feel like Lisa, why would she sit down if she didn't understand the concept? Like, why would she be getting... And she would definitely under, understand the concept. Exactly. She's smart enough to know that. It's just, it seems really far-fetched, one, to think, okay, I can see how Lisa thinks she's ugly now. She is an eight-year-old yeah. girl. She sees the photo. I get that. And and if you, if she didn't understand the con- concept of a caricature, maybe that makes sense. But I feel like she would be smart enough to understand the concept of it that you're you're not gonna look. I I mean I've been done as a caricature. I've seen other people, and they're yeah definitely. Oh, and, I have a I have a Simpson fight drawing of me upstairs. Exactly, and I mean some of the caricatures. I think the artist has to take some consideration in your feel. Now I bet nowadays maybe caricatures yeah. don't exist because we can't uh, <laughs> take a joke. But yeah. uh, in the '90s, caricatures were hugely popular, and you know if you were slightly overweight or had a overbite or anything that was characteristically wrong with you yes they would overemphasize it as a joke for the and if you didn't have a sense of humor about yourself then yeah don't get a caricature but maybe lisa didn't quite understand i don't i don't know where she was in the way of not understanding but i think she would have understand understood it completely yep i I, she's smart enough i she would have gotten it so now we get to the, the raffle prizes, because what carnival doesn't have a raffle prize? And, as Steven said before, we see Skinner on the, the stand and the school building has the <laughs> still on it, which I would hope so. Yes. I would hope so. Yeah. So we get uh the, the, the prize. The number one prize was a ride on the Duff Blimp. Ooh, good prize. Hell yeah. Yes. So, you know, we cut to Homer because it's Homer and he imagines riding on the blimp. And he's, you know, driving on the blimp and he gets a ride to the Super Bowl where people chant for him and have little cards where it says, hi, Homer. And they all switch to Homer's head. And because, you know, he really wants it. And uh, the second place prize is a shoe buffer because who doesn't want a shoe buffer at home? Oh, but uh, you, and- but you forgot. You forgot after he uh, after we phase out of Homer's daydream, he's chanting Homer to oh, himself. <laughs> Wasn't he waving uh, too? <laughs> no, I think he was just. Well, it might might have been waving. So uh, Ned wins the the shoe buffer, which good for Ned. But uh, Homer complains about not having a shoe buffer 
And Marge reminds him they have one at home, but Homer never uses it. But he's like, I want that one because Ned won it. Yeah. It's so, like, but uh, I wanted a shoe buffer. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Skinner announces that Homer won the blimp ride, which, again, serves to move the plot along more than anything else. But I feel like maybe Homer got a little lucky, too. Well, it's a raffle. Yeah, I mean, anyone anyone could win a raffle, but Homer yeah. won it. But yeah, obviously we needed a plot point to drive drive the story along. Yeah. Um, so back at home, Lisa's uh, frowning over her caricature, which, at this point, why would you still have it? Why? I mean, throw it out, get rid of it. You don't, it, yeah. I mean, if you dislike something, don't keep looking at it, but right. hey. Um, but yeah, she's sad about it, and... You know, Homer comes in and he's like, oh, Lisa, this isn't real. It's just how you might look if you were a cartoon character, <laughs> which I, Homer gets it. I, <laughs> yeah, if Homer gets it, Lisa gets it. But I find it funny because of the fact, you know, this is a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, yeah. you know, one other thing that I, I we kind of missed over as Homer, you know, walks into the room, he's singing about uh, riding on the blimp. He's like, hey there. Blimpy boy soaring through the sky so fancy free. Because, <laughs> man, he just really wants that blimp ride. But yeah, Homer tries to cheer her up and he's like, he's like, you're as cute as a bug's ear. Which, <laughs> uh, sure, Homer, bug's ears are cute. And I like how Lisa responds, fathers have to say stuff like that as opposed to, uh, bugs are ugly too, Homer. But, uh, some bugs are are can be cute i guess like maybe caterpillars but it's a bug but it's a bug's ear not a bug itself but i don't think bugs have ears they have antennas those can be cute Uh uh-huh yep and homer's like dad am i as cute as a bug's ear no you're as homely as a mule's butt (laughs) and it's like (laughs) there see now to be fair as a as a adult talking to an eight-year-old or a kid yeah you're kind of supposed to say they're cute but as a dad talking to a 36 to 39-year-old uh, son, yeah, I could see him changing his mind. Yeah, I get that. Because, I mean, I feel like if we asked our parents, hey, are we still cute? They'd be like, you're funny. Maybe they'd say nice things. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so uh, Lisa's like, you know, I want to be alone. I mean, they get it, you know. Girls obviously are different than boys on that level. Girls always seem to have the leave me alone attitude when I'm sad. And boys have the let's play uh, Mortal Kombat and beat the crap out of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so Homer goes to Moe's next because he's like, all right, I tried cheering her up. And he's like, hey, Mo, have you ever felt unattractive? Mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, you know, we learned, we definitely learn later on that Mo definitely sees himself as, as unattractive. Um, and then, uh, Barney says, not for one second. And he burps. Yep. Which I think Barney's, uh, drunkenness could have that delusional point of, no, I'm, I'm not, uh, he has beer goggles for himself. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so then Homer, uh, looks up and sees an ad for the Little Miss Springfield pageant hosted by Laramie Cigarettes. Now, it was in color. So, yeah, I think, I don't, I can't remember the last time we talked about this, if it was season two or not. 
had had yeah. within season two. I kind of I don't remember talking about this in season three at all. But I know we were going to put a pin yeah. in it to see when the TV changed from black and white to straight up color, and we are Here staring at a uh, straight up color TV at the bar. Yep. So uh, Jack Laramie says that he is not allowed to advertise cigarettes on TV. Which he's doing as a commercial for a different product altogether, and, and as a so, yeah, as a side yeah. note, the last cigarette ad was aired in the U.S. on January first, nineteen seventy-one. So it's it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been forty uh, fifty years. That's I mean that is actually kind of crazy to think about because cigarettes I. Th- think aren't they still being advertised on billboards and in magazines okay well the funny the kind of the funny thing is richard nixon is the one that signed this into law yeah that is kind of kind of interesting because well we all know he was a bad guy so i think he was maybe trying to uh lighten the load a little bit probably and so i like how they're like you know they he says that crusty's the uh the host of this uh of this pageant and then they flash a crusty and just kind of need to like board it up room somewhere like i hardly endorse this pageant <laughs> yeah so then they're like oh yeah the pageant is only 250 dollars to enter and i guess that's a fair price for a pageant i i don't know I've yeah i uh we are we as brothers are not up on the uh, pageant circuit um I feel like $250 is probably pretty good, but on the back end, it's not like you're winning anything besides a crown and a, and I mean, I guess it could. Well, you also uh, have duties to do. You like, like the thing, like a lot of the thing with like beauty pageants, I, I feel like you also have to like represent the pageant and do. Well, you do, but, but how is the 200, I guess the $250 gives you fame if you win. I, what I I guess I don't quite understand. I think it also helps pay for the pageant itself. Well, I'm sure it, I'm sure it does, but I feel like as a winner, I guess you kind of get the spotlight shown on you. You probably get a you might be able, it might boost your career uh, resume to uh, have that on there. So you know Homer is like he looks in his wallet and he's got a picture of Lisa and his blimp ticket ride. So he has and no, no money. money. No again. Money. Where, once again, can't even afford $250 for a beauty pageant. No. So Homer offers up his loan ticket to Barney for $250. <laughs> and Barney goes, uh, sure. And pulls out a lot of cash. And Homer's like, where did you get all that money? He's like, well, since scientists stopped testing on all those animals, I've really made some money, and I love before the scene ends, he turns around and there's still wires on his head. So, yeah. like, how did he get paid before the experiment ended? Usually don't you get paid at the end? Yeah, usually. Well, before I guess, well, like, maybe oh, it was paid. the end. Screw this, I'm out of here. No, because no, no. they would have taken the wires out. No, well, it's Barney, so ta- who knows? <laughs> So, you know, so Barney gives up his, uh, or Homer gives up his one ticket. And so now we cut back to the Simpsons on Lisa's looking at a spoon and she sees her reflection and she thinks it's hideous. 
Lisa, you're looking into a spoon. It's a curved surface. But it's not yeah, flat. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, yeah, oh, she she doesn't God. quite get the uh, she doesn't quite get the uh, caricature, and she doesn't quite understand the spoon. I don't get it because in future episodes, she's so smart. I know it's weird. I hate it's this. it's like well, even in past episodes, she's smart too. It's like they yeah. pick and choose where they want to use Lisa's brain. Oh my God. So Marge is like, oh, let me start singing you a song that'll cheer you up. And it's about an ugly duckling. And like, <laughs> Are you calling me ugly? And uh, Marge is like, no, oh. you're one of the beautiful ducks. That makes fun one of the ugly duck. Oh, that, that doesn't work either. <laughs> so the song completely backfires. And uh, Homer comes in and asks Lisa, if she had one wish, what would it be? And Lisa goes to shut herself off from the world to never be seen by the human eye again and uh homer is like well what's your second if your second wish was to be in a beauty pageant and lisa you know yells at homer and runs away and so you know uh bart asks homer if he's uh seen the girl i love this so you know marge kind of admonishes homer for doing that and Bart goes, yeah, Homer, have you ever seen the girls in those beauty pageants? And he starts imitating the wolf from the cartoon, Red, Rot, Red Hot Riding Hood. Say that five times fast. And it's uh, the Texas Avery cartoon with the wolf, or the, yep. yeah, the wolf in the bar and the, the singer who's beautiful. And that's a great reference. I love that reference. Yeah, it's kind Ooga. of... I know. It's 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 also... Now, this was also pre, uh, pre The Mask, where they, they yep. do that with the Jim Carrey... Uh, Yep. movie too and you know it's it's really f- hard to so in this i know it, i feel like it changes in future episodes or the context changes in future episodes where we don't 100 percent know if bart's into girls but this episode really almost solidifies okay bart's into chicks and well, we know he's at least into girls. Uh, we'll get into later episodes if yeah. he's into boys or not. Like, we don't, you know, this is season four. We'll, we'll wait. We'll put a pen in it. Yeah. So, so, you know, Homer truly believes Lisa is beautiful, but Marge is like, but you're seeing her through a father's eyes. <laughs> and he's like, well, if I could get, if I could gouge somebody else's eyes out and put them into my head, I would. And Marge is like, oh, that's the most beautiful thing in the world. And I mean, it, it is. I mean, but this is another yeah. one of those, you know, in a few episodes ago, Homer's bad Homer. In this episode, we got good father Homer. So it, it it's the funny thing about these first few seasons is it's like it's jumping back and forth. We either get a good Homer to his kids episodes or a bad Homer to his kids episodes. I think... But here's the thing. Yes, there are episodes where Homer is not the greatest father, but deep down he has a good heart and he loves his children. Well, yeah. And yep. he thinks they're beautiful. So, you know. Yep. Here's the thing. What family what family doesn't have a dynamic where one parent might be kind of awful to their kids, <laughs> but love them at their same love them at the same time. I mean, yeah. All right. So, uh March tells uh Lisa how Homer was able to get into the pageant. By giving up his blimp ticket, she's like, but that's like, he's, that's his like favorite thing in the world. He's been waiting for that forever. And so she's like, all right, I'll do it. And then we cut to Homer playing with a pickle, <laughs> pretending it's a blimp, singing his blimpy boy song again. And he's like, dad, I will do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, Lisa really came out and 
It's yeah. like, you know, um, I'll do it. And yeah. so she's, you know, at the pageant and they're kind of introducing everyone. And, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the breadwinner, Amber Dempsey, uh, comes in and, uh, we learn that she has a very good pageant versatility because in the same week she was pork princess and she was also crowned little miss kosher. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say that's a little bit, uh, versatile if you can win a, uh, pork yeah. uh pork princess and a kosher uh pageant at the same time yeah don't know quite what the requirements are for each said pageant but uh i mean if they're beauty pageants i don't think it matters no does she have to eat the pork and then no it's a oh, beauty pageant i guess uh so back at the back at the house you know she has a photo autographed by her which i don't even know why she has that um but they say that she's the biggest competition and she's like the jack nicholas uh of the pageant circuit and marsh says uh i don't know about that and then proceeds to daydream about jack nicholas which i mean i guess marge is uh you know weird i I don't know a weird reference to throw in there like i get where they're going with the jack nicholas thing because he's a really good golfer but yep, and like, she's a really good pageant winner. But that's kind of, I think, what Lisa was going for, where Marge was uh, thinking how hot he was, which, <laughs> I I mean, I guess I, I don't know how to think of that. I, I mean, I'm more of an Arnold Palmer guy, per se, but uh, um, maybe Jack Nicholas uh, in Marge's world was... Uh, uh, Steve, Arnold Palmer is a drink, not a golfer. He is a golfer. No, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he's the guy who invented the drink. Yeah, <laughs> he's also a golfer. Look at the bottle. It'll show you all of his uh, his uh, accomplishments as a golfer. Uh, but then Bart's like, you know, when it comes to compliment, or, uh, and later, I'll teach you the tricks of the trade. Taping your swimsuit to your butt, putting petroleum jelly on your teeth for that frictionless smile, and the ancient art of padding. So uh, Bart likes to cross-dress, too? That's, that's what, well, we'll learn later. He, apparently he does. He might have been one of those boys that got, gets into his mom's closet and, you know, yeah. tries on the, tries it out. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, it's a future episode, but we also learned Bart likes to cross dress in the, uh, wasn't it the Funzo episode? He does that too. Oh yeah, it is. So I, it's, it's that's, that's why I'm kind of on the, uh, I, the Bart's into girls, but also likes to cry. I don't know. It's, I, well, I mean, like the one thing I do like about this episode is this episode kind of stands up to that that test of time thing yeah like this is kind of an episode where even in today's standards i think it might actually fly yeah i think it's a very watchable episode now the whole beauty pageant thing some people might sour on but as a whole i i think it's a very watchable episode yeah uh so then lisa and march head to the uh turn your head and quaff beauty salon i think it's quaff coif it's a coif but that's the that's a, yeah but that's the joke it's a pretty good yes. uh pretty I good love joke. that that's a really good one i like that one yep and so we see lisa upside down with a mask <laughs> and cucumbers on her eyes i mean this seems like a pretty uh high profile uh beauty salon must be for pageanteers but maybe i i love the fact that homer clearly doesn't have the money to pay for this pageant yeah. But they have the money to dollar up for a beauty pageant? I mean, 
I would. Maybe, I feel maybe, like uh, okay. My wife. Maybe the pageant pays for some of this. I doubt it. No, I highly doubt Homer it. Homer worked overtime at. No, the I. Yeah, right. But <laughs> I. I feel like okay. So my, when my wife goes and gets just a regular haircut, it's like yeah. 50 55 dollars. I can't imagine how much this haircut is costing Lisa, and yeah. they don't even didn't even have the money to pay for the pageant. I mean, a haircut for me costs thirty. Bucks. Yeah, you're a guy and you go to a barber. That's different from a girl that goes to a salon. <laughs> I know. That's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> so then we get a montage of hairstyles on Lisa, which are which are really cool. And they are um uh let's see, her hairstyles include a Princess Leia bun. Yep. Uh a Grace Jones style, which yep. I don't know who that is, but this one I know, Bo Derek Cornrows. That was that was pretty cool. As well yep. as a Marge Simpson beehive. Yep. So, uh, I, I'm surprised she didn't go with the the March March haircut for a beauty pageant, right? Are no? you crazy? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's kind of funny that they went through all those you know hairstyles to yeah. to pick it out. It's kind of the showing off. I mean, the Princess Leia one would have been hot too. She could have gone with the uh, the gold bikini with the, for her swimsuit competition and totally won that pageant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then we cut back to the house and Homer, you know. <laughs> Tells Bart uh, to make a really big fuss about Lisa. And Bart says Lisa will see right through that ruse. Just like Grandma's underpants. <laughs> oh. But oh. yeah, but but Homer's like, you know, when it comes to compliments, women are ravenous. Blood-sucking monsters. <laughs> always wanting more, more, and more. And when you give it to them, you'll get it back <laughs> plenty in return. And... This is just another one of those sexual innuendos that Homer it goes completely over over Homer's head. No, I don't think it goes over Homer's head. I think it's or just, <laughs> that's where the writers were leading us, and then they're like they show Homer imagining what he gets in return. And that's him getting in a lounge in his hammock while Marge uses a, a a manual mower to mow the lawn. As good as that sounds, I it's just so funny because we all know Homer is kind of a Kind of a hounded bed. Yeah. I mean, we all know that Homer wants to get some. I mean, we've we've definitely seen that. But the fact that Homer's bigger daydream fantasy is Marge doing things for him. Yep. Even though she already kind of does some of that stuff for him anyways. Yeah, she doesn't mow the lawn. That's true. Well, that's Homer's job. Although he's bad at it, as we've seen in a previous episode where he mows over things. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, Marge and Lisa come home and... uh, Homer compliments Lisa's hair and and parts like, oh, who's your young friend? Oh, it's mom. You know, that whole thing. And Lisa and Marge, you know, blush and giggle. And Marge is like, oh, I know two boys who are getting a special dinner tonight. <laughs> Which is that steak or is money too tight for steak? At this point, um, steak. I don't so, know. I Maybe, uh gelatinous fatty discount steak maybe so uh bart and homer high five and bart asks homer if he knows anything else about women and homer goes nope that's it (laughs) well if homer needs to know one thing about women it's good that it's that one yeah i mean look who doesn't like getting compliments yeah i know everyone likes getting compliments especially ice cream workers yes because as we see bart takes that advice Goes to the ice cream shop and he orders a really tiny little ice cream and the owner or waitress or whoever she is comes by and kind of yells at him for, you know, staying in the booth for so long. And 
Bart compliments the waitress, and she's like, oh, I misjudged you, and, like, brings out this huge bowl of a sundae. Why was she just carrying around a sundae? I don't know. Also, that doesn't seem like a good business practice. I'm going to try that. I'm going to go to a place and compliment the waitress and see if she gives me a free meal. I don't think... Here's the thing. I don't think it matters who you compliment, because... As you already know, I went to go buy some stuff. I complimented the manager's uh, Bart Simpson socks, and he gave me a small discount on what I bought. So see, kind of see, complimenting. So it's not just women. It's not just women. <laughs> it's, it's everybody. Everybody loves compliments. But here's the thing: like, I didn't even compliment his socks because I wanted a discount. They were Bart Simpson socks. And well, yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, exactly. And and he wasn't having the best day, and because I was nice to him, he was nice to me. It's not that hard of a concept. All right, so, folks, you know the rules. Be nice to people, and good things will happen. Exactly. So, uh, we cut to Lisa and the rest of the contest- contestants practicing their dance routine, <laughs> and the instructor is like, I said, step, step, pivot, step, not step, pivot, step, step, or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to write it down because it was long and I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the heck is going on, which I feel like that happens probably a lot at like any kind of like dance recital or theater, or, you know, beauty pageant. So, you know, practice people practice makes perfect or close as perfect as you're going to get. So now we cut to uh, Bart, Lisa and Maggie in the living room and Bart, you know, is going through with Lisa, you know, what to do at the end if she's announced the winner. And so he fake he fake announces that Lisa's a winner. I love that he's using a banana as a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like like because I've used it as a phone, but never a microphone. Bart is smart, or kind of smart. So uh, so you know it's like all right, hug the winner or the the loser, which is Maggie in this scenario. And now time to strut down the walk. And Lisa is doing an okay job, but then she falls because she's wearing heels. And Bart's like. Let me show you how to do it. Heel, heel toe. toe. Heel toe. Heel toe. And so, you know, Lisa's kind of getting second doubts. And Have you ever tried of, walking in heels? God, uh, actually, yes. When I was actually Bart's age. I think I stole a pair of mom's heels and yep. tried to walk in them. Yeah, I tried last week. Well. It didn't work. Well, also, doesn't Shay have smaller feet than you? Yeah, they were kind of tight on my foot. Um, so Lisa, you know, starts to have doubts and asks Bart if she thinks she could win. And I love Bart. He's like, man, I think I could win. And he's, yeah. like, he's, like, <laughs> he's got that so swagger. Good. Yeah. yeah. I was fantastic. And so Bart goes, Lisa, this is the hardest thing I'll ever have to do. And he tells Lisa that she is not ugly. And, you know, we've seen in the past Bart not being a good brother. Now, this is kind of a backhanded compliment. Because he's like, he's like, you're not ugly, but he doesn't say she's pretty. Yeah. Like, I feel like, now granted, this is the mid-90s, and I feel like the whole, like, up until, like, now, the whole macho thing, like, I kind of had this thing in, like, college, not using the words, like, pretty and cute, and, like, it's just, I don't know, I felt it was weird to say now I'm a little bit more over it. And I feel like in the 90s, that was kind of the thing. If you're a guy, call a woman hot. No, yeah. <laughs> smoking. Like, all these, not cute or pretty, which women love to hear. I mean, as a guy, I wouldn't mind being told that I was cute. Uh, Okay. 
I'm not so, going to say it. Know, I'm not going to say it. Can you at least say I'm not ugly? You are totally ugly. I mean, not ugly. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, Lisa and Bart hug and they're all happy. Yep. And so then we go to the ye old <laughs> off-ramp in, which I feel like we've seen in future episodes. Does it like Marge and Homer like have do like a the night away the baby not the babysitter bandit episode yeah I think uh, it was the babysitter was it the bandit. babysitter bandit episode yeah. where they okay yeah that's what uh, that's where I remembered it from the ye old yeah. off ramp in yeah. yeah so they brought it back and guess what it's now rat free woo and they also host a little Miss Springfield uh, pageant tonight yeah. uh, and so I'm not gonna even attempt say it. Say Okay. Say it. <laughs> uh Prusheta Nahasapiva Petalon is one of the contestants um in this pageant, along with Lisa and a bunch of other girls we don't get their names of. Yep. And it's really funny because we 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 don't obviously Apu doesn't have kids yet. Yep. Um he's not married, doesn't have a wife. We all know that Sanjay has a wife. Yep. Um and apparently it's uh Sanjay's daughter. I'm gonna we're gonna go with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it's kind of funny. And they, you know, they announce her and they say she's going to be playing this random instrument thing. And, you know, Apu and Sanjay stand up and a cheer. And Marge asks him, who's <laughs> watching the Quickie Mart? Good question. Uh, it's the other kid. Remember the episode where Apu leaves and puts the the, the little child? kid? Yeah, the little kid in charge with the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So, but apparently he failed that time because uh, they got away with a uh, squishy machine. Yes. So, but by the way, also we don't see Apu with kids until season eleven. Yeah. Well, that's when he has his eight kids and has Manjula and everything. So, yeah, yeah it's. Kind of funny that uh, the little kid isn't in charge, one. Or two, if they didn't leave anyone in charge, why would you lock the Quickie Mart? Because they were in a hurry to get to the uh, the beauty pageant? Apparently. Maybe, well, don't forget, it's the bullies. They probably just broke in. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, it seemed like the glass sliding doors functioned as they, you know, walked out. I mean, you have to physically turn those on. and Well, maybe they physically turned them on. They broke in, they turned on the doors, and they walked out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they just left it unlocked. I'll go with that one. And so I like how Krusty shows up late. <laughs> it's like, it's late to his own pageant. He's like, uh, is this the Republican fundraiser? And we do learn later on that uh, Krusty is a Republican. Which is kind of weird. I feel like Krusty could be more Democratic than... Just I don't know. Way, I, I don't mean, know. maybe no, I get that the Simpsons. I know there's a few episodes in the Simpsons where they make fun of the Republican Party as well as the Democratic Party. So I don't. I I, I kind of wish the Simpsons didn't really bring politics into it, but I guess they kind of had to. Otherwise, they were gonna run out of ideas really quickly. Yeah, and I mean, you can kind of separate everyone in and out. And I mean, obviously, we kind of get Burns and uh, Sideshow Bob and a few of the other. Yeah. You know, people, but I guess Krusty wanted to join that crew. But see, yep. Kru- see, I thought Sideshow Bob and Krusty were kind of on opposite spectrums. Just because two people hate each other doesn't mean they can't agree yeah. on politics. No. Uh, and so <laughs> I like how Krusty is, you know, fully dre- fully dressed and his bow's, bow is tied. And then when he comes out onto the stage, his bow is untied. Which, it's a bow tie, or, not a bow. Or bow tie, yeah. But uh, he must have done bun tied horribly. 
that or no because somebody was backstage helping him so i'm gonna go with that's an animation error no it was tied horribly it fell off fell out when he got got on stage because he was in a hurry it's hard to tie have you ever tied tried to tie a bow tie yeah i just clip it to the ring oh okay so so it's a a fake one got it Um, and so after the song, Krusty uh, thumps his chest and says that the briskety eight isn't sitting right. You know, yeah. that's a good brisket. Oh, yeah. Andy's had a heart attack, so yeah. probably should be really eating fatty, good ass meat. But, you know, yeah, can't uh, stay away from it. Nope. And so we get to the uh, talent portion of the uh, competition. And Sanjay's daughter is playing her little ba- bongo, whatever, Hindu instrument. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it must have been going on forever because even Krusty was like, oh, thought that would never end. And, you know, Apu and Sanjay uh, stand up well, and, and all you know, the cheer. The, yeah, and all the all the rest of the parents are just like sitting there like falling asleep. That must have been going on for a minute. Yeah. And so and so now we're backstage and uh, Lisa, you know, puts a little bit of petroleum jelly on her teeth to give it that, you know, frictionless smile that Bart suggested. Yep. And Homer's like, oh. Takes a little taste of it and decides that he likes it. And then he j- just takes a giant handful and eat it. Now, it's not really jelly, folks. Don't be a homer and eat petroleum jelly. Now, that being said. I think, I think technically petroleum jelly is okay to eat, but you probably shouldn't eat it. Yeah, it does smell really good. I wouldn't eat it, but it definitely has a good smell to it. Yeah. So now Lisa comes out and she starts singing uh, Oh Beautiful or whatever the, uh, I don't know what the, the actual name of the song is. But then she cuts into uh, Proud Mary, uh, which is was originally sung by Credence, Cre- CCR, I, I, Credence Clearwater Revival. There you go. Uh, also, but uh, there's also a cover of the song that's really popular. Um, so And everyone trust- loves it. Everyone's like holy crap lisa's amazing so then uh crusty uh, is trying to read his cue cards but uh he can't because you know illiterate and so so why uh, would they even have cue cards i don't know don't they know that crusty's so, illiterate yeah so like right before they announce the winner crusty mentions oh you remember what's her name click click uh which uh because that's as he is announcing the runner-up this is a reference to vanessa williams who had to resign uh, as Miss America in 1984 after uh, Penthouse Magazine, of all uh, publication sources, uh, published uh, photographs of her that were graphic in nature that were unauthorized. Um, so, But she did get a, uh, a public apology during the Miss America pageant in 2016. Huh. Or the Miss America pageant... Miss America 2016 pageant in 20... Why was it in 2015? I don't know. Maybe it was at the end of the year. Uh, Which she served as a head judge. So, uh, if you're going to enter a beauty pageant, especially in today's age, uh, try not to take graphic photos of yourself because you might get hacked. In this case, I don't think she was hacked because obviously it's it was the 90s. Ni- it was 1984. There weren't uh, computers that were you know home computers how did, how did penthouse get those pictures uh it's called um what are they called the people paparazzi? that paparazzi it's called paparazzi they're big in the, the 80s and 90s 
They're still big nowadays, too. Were they big in the 80s, though? They must. Yeah, I mean, they've been big forever. I mean, how do you think all those magazines got a lot of their, you know, uh, Inquisitor photos and... Photoshop? Yeah, right. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, someone took... Or it was on, like, a movie set or... I guess I've never seen the Vanessa William Penthouse photo, so I don't know what the context of those photos were, but... I'm sure they came from somewhere, but I like how you get pulled for something like that when it wasn't even your fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not even like, even, even in the nineties and even in the two thousands, actors and actresses will pose for playboy and stuff because I don't know. But remember this was unauthorized. Exactly. So I don't know why you'd pull her, uh, her, her, uh, winning like why would they pull it if it it wasn't even her like i said it wasn't even her fault it's not like she went out and did it on purpose yeah i don't know so you know as they're announcing the runner-up in the winter we cut backstage and we see homer has eaten (laughs) jelly man he must have been hungry uh i mean i really like the petroleum jelly i mean i guess i don't think even if i ate like a real thing of like grape jelly or strawberry jelly i don't think i could eat the entire bottle of it no no that'd be a lot like a big enough bottle yeah so we get lisa's announced as the runner up and so and then that means amber dempsey wins yeah it just means that i like how he's like and it's like at least it's a runner up and just because that means or he's like that means amber dempsey is the winner like well okay so i've 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 dabbled in watching only because they've been on my networks that i've worked at and so I feel, I think what they do in beauty pageants is they announce the the top three. Oh, okay. They announce third place. And then usually I believe they announce the winner, which then follows up to the runner-up. So in this case, they announce the final two, then announce the runner-up, which told us who the winner was. Yep. And so, yeah, so Krusty is uh, singing his song at the end of the pageant. L is for losers in her wake. I is for the income she will make. T is for tooth-filled mouth. And the other T is for her tooth-filled mouth. <laughs> I do like I do like the fact that while Krusty is singing this horrible freaking song, uh, that the letters on the Little Miss Springfield sign that's on the stage uh, light up as he's singing it. <laughs> I must have missed cool. that. I guess I was paying attention to the song as opposed to yeah, that. See, you gotta look in the background. Uh, also, this is definitely an animation mistake, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. While Krusty is singing, we only see Amber and Lisa on stage, but then as Lisa walks away and we cut to her walking away, the rest of the girls are on stage. Yep. So... Somebody, somebody screwed up, or maybe it was just really hard to draw everybody. It's like, okay, nobody on stage, everybody on stage. Or they took a uh, cell, I mean, a couple cells from them on stage and just overlaid them into the image just to make that a, but it does seem kind of weird to have literally no one and then everyone. So, uh, so now we're, yeah, so now we're back at the Simpsons house and they're watching TV and coming up next, a new fad that is sweeping the nation, wasting food. I don't think that's really sweeping the nation, especially even in the early 90s. I think that's just, that's really just been a thing of America. It's what yes. We now, wasn't that food. in the, uh, I mean, I guess 90s was really big for helping third world countries. 
Like it was huge. Yeah. Like going yeah. to Africa and doing all that I remember, stuff. I remember in camp, uh, at summer camp, we kind of did a thing about wasting food. And yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, wasting. Yeah, I guess especially in the 90s, wasting food kind of became a thing. So uh, then we cut to a segment where Little Miss Springfield is helping up opening up a, a new Danish store called Shop or Shop. And it has a little O with a slash in it. And uh, so um, is it like Ikea for Danish people? I guess. I don't know. We never get to see the inside of the shop. I know. Um, That's what I was thinking. I think it was. Okay. When did Ikea? I wonder when I know Ikea has been around for a while. I wonder when Ikea made it to America from Sweden. Sweden? I Um, have no idea. So while Steve does research. uh, So now we cut to Kemp Brockman who. Shows us the Duff blimp, and we cut inside the blimp, and Barney's like, hey, can I drive this? And the pile's like, I don't see the harm. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah, Barney, who's an alcoholic, you don't see the harm? I guess maybe the pilot doesn't know who Barney is. So, no, But he was clearly drunk. He was clearly drunk. So, you know, Barney takes over, and he crashes the blimp, and Kent Brackman screams, oh, the humanity! And this is the exact same line that Herbert Morrison, the host of the WLS Chicago Radio, said when the Hindenburg airship exploded in 1937. Yeah, but what happened to Barney and the pilot? Didn't they not, how did they not die and explode in a fiery death of destruction? Maybe the the pilot grabbed Barney and they jumped out and they parachuted out? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they weren't wearing parachutes when the crash happened, so... I don't know. Maybe they maybe they were far enough. Maybe they jumped out and grabbed the the radio antenna they crashed into. Maybe okay. So I got some, got some stuff for you guys. Okay, so IKEA was uh, first became a store in 1943. Okay, um, in Sweden, and uh, then it opened in Norway, Denmark, Switzerland, so West Germany. So they they opened up a lot of European stuff. It didn't come to America until. 1985 that was when the first store opened in america 36 years yep so it's been here a bit now it i i don't see what it doesn't give me what state but my guess would be like california new york probably um one of those bigger cities um so i mean and then realistically they really didn't start opening up tons and you know more shops until really recently because I know, you know, we got one in Wisconsin. Um, we got one in Minnesota. This was 2001-ish was like the first year that it opened up here. So I could see Springfield getting, you know, I mean, it might must have been big in the 90s for them opening up a couple Ikea type shops. And so I thought that I think Springfield's like, oh, let's get on this random craze of Ikea's opening in America. We'll call it this a Danish Danish shop. Yeah. So that's that would be my my take on it. Sure. Um and so uh it starts raining and Marge is worried about, you know, they're just watching this on TV, it starts raining, they're worried about the dress getting ruined and Well Marge is worried about yeah, that. Fair fair point. But yeah. Lisa is worried about the scepter acting as a lightning rod. <laughs> Which it does. So here's so so here's the thing. We see Lisa being smart. Yes. Yeah. It bugs me. Continue. Yes. So 
after the lightning strike, uh, Lisa is now announced Little Miss Springfield, you know, and Marge is standing beside her at, was this at the school or the courthouse? I feel like it was at the school, right? This was at their house. Or at their house. Yep. You're right. Um, And with a somber look on her face, wearing a pink Chanel dress, which she doesn't have yet. She gets it when she joins the country club. (laughs) <laughs> was it the same dress? Actually, I didn't even know, didn't, didn't look too, I knew it was, it was a pink dress. It was like, you know, the, uh, um, uh, ja- uh, Jacqueline Kennedy, you know, standing behind Linda B. Johnson on Air Force One during the emergency inauguration in 1963. Um, but w- how close of, did that dress look to Marge's pink Chanel dress from that episode? Was it not too close? I have not no at all? idea. Okay. Not a clue. I wonder if they brought it back. Maybe this was the dress she wore in this episode, and it got yeah. put to the discount shop, and then Marge found the dress again. Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, so Lisa is uh, crowned Little Miss Springfield, <laughs> and uh, Krusty starts handing over the scepter, but pulls. He does the whole. Remember when uh, I actually saw this episode recently on uh, on FX, where it was the uh, Homer becoming a clown you know, uh, mm-hmm. graduating clown college. He does a thing where he hands the uh, scepter and pulls it away, but like, just like he hands the uh, uh, diploma and pulls it away with Homer at the thing. So this is definitely a crusty thing to do. And then uh, a couple more times and then he's, then it's struck by lightning and he's like, I deserve that. <laughs> um, Yeah. Don't make, don't make yep. fun of little kids and uh, don't hold metal, metal objects object. in lightning storms. Yeah. It won't. It won't end well. Um, so that we learn, Springfield has a wax museum, mm-hmm. and Lisa gets her own wax sculpture, and which doesn't look like Lisa because the torso used to be Doctor Ruth's head, which is no, 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 no. no the torso used, used to be, be Doctor Ruth's, yep. whose head is on a pike in a chamber of horrors, <laughs> along with Mister T and Ronald Reagan. I mean, and their heads. It's just their heads. Yeah, I mean, I get well. I don't know. I maybe Reagan and Doctor Ruth. Doctor Ruth. I don't know. I thought everyone. No, Doctor Doctor Ruth isn't a. Uh, it's just a joke. But it's why joke. would they be in the Chamber of Horrors? Because it's a joke. But what's the joke? They're I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. People. I'm gonna be Annie McElfresh right now and tell you it's a joke. Yes, I know that. But what is the joke? Do you know the joke? It's a, it's the Chamber of Horrors. It's heads on a pike. That's the joke. But wouldn't you put horrible people in the Chamber of Horrors? No, it's it's heads on a pike. So it has nothing to... Well, there has to be something with who they are. They wouldn't have no. chosen... Why would they choose... Then why did they choose those three people? Because it's funny. No. Because two of those people... Two of those people aren't horrible people. The third one kind of was. It's it's a joke. It's, it's a Chamber of Horrors. What did Chamber of Horrors have? Heads on a pike. It's yeah, but why wouldn't museum. it be like Richard Nixon and uh, Hitler and because someone who else? Would have a Hitler wax, who would have a Hitler wax sculpture? Or head? Someone who or wants head. to put it on a pike in the Chamber of Horrors. Duh. It's the Chamber of Horrors. It's just pikes on a head. You're overthinking it. No, I'm not. There has to be a reason for the people they chose. No, there doesn't have to be a reason. Yeah, there does. So anyway, so we cut back to school and, you know, Lisa's, you know, getting ogled by all the boys because she is now a uh, pageant winner and she's gorgeous. And all the boys, you know, are ogling her and, 
you know, we see uh, Ralph in a pea green shirt. Um, yeah, it's not his normal blue. I'm going to go with that's an animation error. Uh, animation error, or maybe the writers and, or maybe not the writers, maybe the artists were like, you know, people in Springfield don't have to wear the same outfits. <laughs> I mean, nah, it's an animation or error. Or he's a background character that doesn't have to wear the same outfit. Like, the main characters, I kind of get, but the background characters maybe don't have to wear the same no, animation all, error. all the time. No. It's an animation error. Once again, you're wrong. Anyway, so Lisa thinks she's uh, welcoming people to America, <laughs> uh, but they're actually getting deported. Now, yeah, we cut to a scene where, you know, she's doing her duties with Krusty and, you know, she's like, oh, welcome to America. And Chris is like, they're getting deported. And yeah. Now... Now, the one thing, now we all know that Springfield does have a harbor of some sort. Like which is they, weird. Which is, well, I mean, you could be like, I mean, look, we, people, like, cities with lakes have ports. I mean, look at Lake Michigan. But I here's mean, the thing. If they're getting deported, they wouldn't have a boat. They would be getting into cars or vans. Because they're landlocked. That That's the assumption is that they're, that they're landlocked. Yes. But... Could, yeah, I mean, if we're still thinking Utah, then they would have so maybe to maybe they're not in Utah anymore. But then, but then that would mean that they would have to be on an ocean. You right. know what I mean? You're not deporting someone from Wisconsin to Michigan, or maybe you are. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, maybe <laughs> I, I mean, maybe that's a good punishment: deporting them from Wisconsin to Michigan. I mean, well, who knows? Theoretically, Michigan to Toronto. Yep. So you could. Okay. So. You could deport be deporting him to Canada, but then that would have to push this to like a Montana or a Washington. Or... But those are all landlocked. Well, Washington isn't landlocked. No. So it could be like a co. Well, are we saying? But no, no, no. Wisconsin, Wisconsin is not technically is technically landlocked. They just have a boat to another. You could boat to another country. You know what I mean? Not from Wisconsin. Yeah, you just go up Lake Michigan, and then, right? That goes to the UP, not Canada. No? There's no border of Canada off of Lake Michigan? Uh, I don't think so. I Really? I thought there was at least a little bit of a, little bit of touching, no? Maybe not. I thought there was at least a little bit of touching at the top. Nope, because that's all the UP going into Minnesota. Technically, I mean, I guess technically you could go into Canada from uh, Lake Superior. Yep. Is there a is there a Wisconsin gap? Do, is there Wisconsin, a gap? What uh, between Michigan and Wisconsin at the at the top? Is there a gap? Yeah, you can go on to Lake Superior from Wisconsin and go into Canada. So there. From, oh. So, okay, so then the Simpsons would have to live in very northern Wisconsin. <laughs> well, the problem with that is they don't have mountains up there. No, there's no uh, slight mountain ranges or hills or anything up there. There's hills, but there's no mountains. No mountains. All right. So, in Utah, though, there is a there is a pretty significant lake in northern Utah. Does it that, connect to... Nothing. Uh, I mean, unless you take the rivers... A riverboat? Oh, yeah. So theoretically, you could get to Canada riding the rivers. 
Uh, I'm not. No, at that or, point, you're going to you take get, a train. Oh, no, no, or you could get down to Mexico from that from the river. You could take the river. All, I think that's probably the Colorado River that goes all the way down to the Gulf of California into Mexico. But you're going to take a train or a or a bus. You're not going to take it on the river. Ah, uh, maybe. No, no, you're you wrong. A, no, no, no. They deport people by boat in Springfield. No, they would take a bus. Oh, are you sure? Very positive. Uh, you know everything. So then we get the USO show at uh, Fort Springfield, and yep. Bob Hope is invited, which um, in the 90s, probably the 80s, too, I would like to imagine that he was really big in the USO circuit, oh, where yeah, he'd fly absolutely. around, do all the comedy and all that stuff, and he's yeah. performing at Fort Springfield. He's like, uh, who's the mayor of this uh, place? <laughs> and they say, oh, Mayor Mayor Quimby. Oh, good. <laughs> and so, hello, this is Bob. What the hell am I doing in Springfield Hope? Hey, how about that Mayor Quimby? He's some golfer. His golf balls spend more time in the water than Greg Luganis. <laughs> and that, but that was Bob Hope's big shtick is comparing yeah. people's, you know, uh, golf game to other things. Like for yeah. whatever reason, that just became the Bob Hope shtick. Yeah. Yep. And so then, uh, then we get a guy, you know, the guys in uh, the audience and they're like, and then, oh, they invite invite Lisa on the, on stage, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, I thought we were getting Miss Springfield, not Little Miss Springfield." And we see the guy who is talking about saying Tony Randall was canceled has the same voice as Snake. It's really weird. Oh my god! I was like, "Come on, you couldn't get either just another random voice actor or changes yeah. tone in any." Why did he have to be Snake? I mean, the, I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head who does Snake, but. He does so many voices anyways that I'm sure he could have come up with something. Something. It didn't have yeah. to be Snake, but yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, you get what you get. And so yeah. uh, all, everyone starts trashing the stage, which just another uh, another <laughs> Springfield event that the stage gets trashed. <laughs> yep. um, and so Bob Hope and Lisa get away on a helicopter. Although Bob Hope is like hanging from the the, like, <laughs> the bar that lands on the oh no, yeah, no yeah. not the ladder the little bar that's on the helicopter that's a good way for him to get away i guess yes and so now laramie cigarettes wants to use lisa for their ad campaign which lisa's not very happy about no and so they're like well we kind of have to retire menthol moose who is a joe camel knockoff clearly Yep. Uh, but is it a real moose or is it a guy in a costume? Did you just ask if it was a real moose? Okay. I was going to go with it's going to be a guy in a costume until he spit. A guy in a costume can't spit. Have you ever tried spitting in a mascot helmet? It'll land I'm right sure. inside the costume. There's not a hole. It's like a screen that, dude, I think it's a real moose. And look, he's walking down the street. Mascots can't grip and throw things either. Yeah, can they, they can. can yes. They? I don't they know. Abso- they can absolutely throw things. I think it's a real moose. I think you're high. <laughs> that being the case, I think he's still a moose. I think you're... Re- no. So we get the parade and Homer's saluting and Marge is like, Mar- uh, Mar- uh, uh, Marge tells Homer those aren't army men. He's like, he's like, yeah, they're ice cream men. What parade is this? It's for Lisa. It's like her inauguration parade. 
I don't think so, because there's a Santa Claus parade, uh, float. Dude, there's a lot of random things at parades sometimes. Like, it's just a weird parade. So, uh, you know, they're throwing out cigarette packs to the crowd because, you know, Laramie and then kids start smoking them. This doesn't bother. Uh, well, it kind of bothers Lisa. But then she sees uh, Maggie take a cigarette, take out her pacifier and suck on a cigarette, which Lisa sees. And she has the float stop, which is when we see Santa Claus crash into her float. <laughs> it's like, what's the uh, hold up? And so, uh, you know, uh, the moose falls over. She knocks over like the big Laramie cigarette box that's on her float and crushes <laughs> the, the moose mascot. And uh, the moose man, the moose man. So she doesn't want to, you know, promote cigarettes anymore. And so she goes to a football game to complain about how the funds are going to football instead of the arts. And I love how like the nerds are like, oh, let's get them. And they chase the players off the field. And it's just a really weird thing because they're football players in pads and a helmet. Yeah. Like, that's why would the, why would the players be afraid of the nerds? Because they're nerd. Have you ever seen Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, but they were trying to attack them, not like <laughs> little pranks. <laughs> Maybe they just recently saw Revenge of the Nerds and they're like, oh no, the nerds. Although, as we see, we get a paper headline and, uh, uh, Queen to Mayor, you're next. And a sub-headline, Nerds Pummeled in Football Melee. Yep. So I, I don't understand why we saw the football players running away. Maybe they were confused because they are football yeah, players. Maybe. So now we have Mayor Quimby meeting with Krusty and Chief Wiggum, who mayor call who the mayor calls Wiggum uh, incompetent, basically. Uh, and they want to get rid of Lisa as Little Miss Springfield because, you know, Laramie probably paid him to try to get rid of her. I can see why Mayor would the Mayor Quimby would need me to meet with Krusty and probably Laramie. But yeah. what the hell's Wiggum even doing there? Besides yeah. begging for potato chips and then dip for <laughs> said potato <laughs> chips. I'll, well, actually, Laramie comes in and says, you know, they found the, the solution to all their problems. And so we get a uh, new segment with Kent Brockman talking about Lisa getting stripped of her title because the picture that or no, uh, Homer wrote in a space <laughs> that says, do not write in the house. He wrote, okay. In a, <laughs> why would that get you to school? Because he wrote oh, in the space. I don't know. Oh so, my God. That is so, well, it's like a lot of, okay. So, you know, I'm sure you filled out a lot of like government forms or, you know, yeah. stuff like that, where it says this space is meant for, yeah, you know, but I, that is amazing. That is so awesome that Homer wrote. Okay. Yeah, uh, he, he was saying, all right, but I love when, uh, so Kent Brockman is talking about it and they show a video of a goat drinking milk out of a bottle Aww, uh, instead so of, um, also whoever that director is should get yelled at. Um, and so, you know, Lisa's not mad at Homer and Lisa asks Homer if he remembers why he put her in the pageant in the first place. <laughs> and Homer goes, I don't know. How do you not remember? I mean, I guess it's Homer and he's Well, he an said idiot. if he was, well, was I, was I possibly drunk? <laughs> and Lisa goes, possibly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, he was, okay, theor- okay. He was drinking at Moe's when he came up with the idea to do the pageant. But, what, but I feel like it was the next day that he, like, put her in and he knew about the pageant. 
So, I mean, it's possible he was drunk when he thought of the idea, but then he still remembered Poe's drunk clarity. Um, and so Lisa reminds Homer he did it to make her feel better about herself. And Homer's like, well, do you? And she goes, yes, which is good, I guess. Um, you know, self-confidence. And uh, I love how Homer asked her to remember this the next time he messes up her life. <laughs> and he, she's well, like, okay. Well, we all know Homer will probably mess up her life again. And... Yeah. Uh, Homer's like, hey, look, I know how to make you feel better. Just remember, yeah. remember that. So then we cut back to Brockman, who's talking about how he's, okay, the next up, uh, uh, my interview with the Pope, and the same video of the goat <laughs> drinking milk comes up. So Kent, like, so underneath that, Kent gives up, he leaves, he's like, I'm out of here. And, like, somebody must be like, well, well who's going to do the news? He's like, I don't care. Get the weekend guy. I'm going to McDougal's. And <laughs> this is so funny because, first of all, I've only remember, I only really, I, I don't remember too many times at local news where an anchor is going to get up because they're pissed because the same video is getting played. However, I have gotten yelled at for accident, accidentally messing up, mind you. And... You do play the, uh, did you play a goat drinking I did not, milk? No, I actually <laughs> went to black by accident, uh, which is even worse, to be honest. Uh, but I feel like the anchor is going to get, like, a stern talking to. Plus, nobody's really there probably to back him up. It's hilarious. Um, I like I, how I he know. says to call the weekend guy. <laughs> is the weekend guy that much worse than the normal anchor? No, usually the weekend anchor is also a reporter during the week. Oh, gotcha. So, so, so if you uh, so have you ever played the wrong video? Ah, uh, yes, numerous times. <laughs> on an accident, though, not on purpose. <laughs> Never been on purpose. Have you ever played the same the same video twice on accident? No. <laughs> usually our system, usually at that point, the system is not going to allow it unless I do. So doing it the first time. An accident. Doing it a second time is definitely on purpose. <laughs> you should totally do that one day. Uh, <laughs> I will do it on the last day I ever work in television. Okay. And even th- and even then, I might not be able to do it because they'll be like, oh, and it's you, your last day. And, no, you're and, not going to push okay, this button. Okay. I know, it's, I know it would be a hard pull. I know it would be a hard pull. And I know only probably a minuscule amount of people would get it. But if you do this as a prank or something, it has to be a goat drinking a uh, a bottle of milk. I will, I will, I will put if I if I get to edit on my last day of the job, I will edit a piece of video of a goat drinking from a milk bottle as a just very quick cut that they'll still have to write out as a mistake, and I won't care because it'll be my last day. Yes, and I would love just and how you know how like some news programs like you ever see at time you see some oh this happened in Florida or this yeah. happened you know it's like and this and this got aired on I would love that would go viral or something I don't I, think I would viral. actually make it go viral you would have to send me a <laughs> copy of that recording I would post it in like one of our Simpsons groups. <laughs> And see if I can make it go viral. That would be absolutely hilarious. All right, folks. If I get to edit video or do that, well, the problem is if I'm directing and I'm punching up video, I'm probably not going to be able to put goat video on the air. But if I'm (laughs) editing, I could probably make it happen. All right, guys, you here to hear first. If we can make this happen, this will be the best Simpsons joke ever done live for a program. Anyways, 
So, um, I don't like this episode. <laughs> no, it's not my favorite. Definitely, uh, definitely not my favorite. Uh, the whole Lisa not understanding how a character work, a character works, but understanding that a metal scepter is going to be a lightning rod. It doesn't mesh well. Uh, the, don't get me wrong. Some of the jokes are great. Homer playing with a pickle because he can't take a blimp ride. Uh, uh, the whole thing at the end with Brockman. It's just, I don't know. It's a two. Eat my shorts. Yeah. I I just... Plus, I I guess also, to me, as a male, beauty pageant doesn't really speak to me. Yeah. But the other problem is there's... And, like, the biggest issue I have is at the carnival, Millhouse going into Jimbo's scream shack or whatever okay millhouse making that mistake fine however clearly not part of the carnival i wouldn't go in there you know the name of the bully but then not telling bart not to go in there i get it, it's a joke but it doesn't really i i, I don't know it, it's a two eat my shorts all Just, right i'm moving on yeah no 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 i mean i i, I can't go that bad uh, i'm gonna go three don't have a cow man i i think the jokes are funny I think Bart acting like he wants to be in the beauty pageant is really funny. Um, I think everything after Lisa's win, or not win, but runner-up, like everything post yeah. that, I just didn't like. Like, it just, I, f- I could have yeah, really, it, I, that could have been changed in quite a few different ways. I Like, don't get me wrong, like, as I said earlier, I feel like this is a, a, a good episode even in this day and age in terms of inclusivity and not really making a joke of the the lgbtq community i think it it, i think it works really good you know bart is very comfortable in what he does yeah so in that aspect yes it's it's good my problem is is everything else yeah 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 yeah. i mean it just (laughs) i mean i don't i wouldn't say it's you know god awful like i mean there's still some funny jokes. i wouldn't give it a one yeah if it wasn't for the jokes it would definitely be a one but the jokes make it a two yeah and then the fact that homer didn't get to ride ride in his blimp that's just super sad to me yes i mean it's also the other thing like he doesn't have money to enter lisa in the pageant but they have well he he does well barney's money well yeah because he sold the blimp ticket yeah for to pay for the to pay for the cost of the Entrance. entry yeah but i don't yeah okay that's enough of our final thoughts i did i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah, three we're moving on don't get don't have a cow man because eh, i'm going to have a cow man you're gonna have a cow man all right so let's end it with our character profile like always we have uh the very lovely very beautiful always winning pageants amber dempsey um yep. and we didn't mention it at the top of the show but i'll mention it now she was guest voiced by leona williams I have no idea who that is. So she was in such movies as Drop Dead Gorgeous, which never is, saw it. I've, I've only seen it because of Shay. Um, but I've heard of it, never yep. seen it. Uh, so she was a, a beauty pageant contestant in that movie. Um, she was also in Sugar and Spice, if you guys remember that movie from uh, 2001. Nope. Don't nope. where the cheerleaders robbed a bank. Don't remember that oh, one. I I've I've never watched it. Okay. But now that you say it, I do remember it. Yeah. So, but um, the other fun thing about it is she was, she's from the Rosemont, Minnesota. And I think uh, she, wasn't she the one that we talked about back in uh, 
Mr. Lisa goes to Washington. Wasn't she like the voice guest for yeah. the person from Ro- from from Rosemont? Yeah, I believe you're right. Like I think think that's Well, is that not in her her acting credits? No. Uh yeah, Leona Williams. She was yeah. uh she, Okay. She she was she also voiced in that. So, yeah. she's a repeat uh Simpson uh, voice voice actor. Now, it's funny because that one they actually talked about her life from Rosemont. Yeah. And this yep. one, she talked about her acting career, her being a contestant in a beauty pageant. So, yeah. no, I recognize her, like, photo. Like, I was just looking yeah. at her photo. I recognize her. So, so good for her for being a comeback uh, voice voice yep. actor for this one. Uh, her vocation, professional junior Miss Beauty pageant participant, considered the Jack Nicholas of the pageant circuit. Yeah. Yep. Her uh, Her appearance, curly blonde hair. Fluttery eyelashes that make swishing sounds when she uh, blinks, blinks, and a glittery smile. Her uh, threads of choice, sequined sailor suit, and a fur coat. And the estimated cost of her dimples is $5,000 a piece. Jesus Christ on a bike. Oof. That's some, that's some plastic surgery there. Yep. Um, and her secret shame, her eyelashes are implants. <gasps> don't tell anyone i know so, all right guys well we all know that uh amber dempsey is a beautiful uh pageant Cheat. pageant uh cheater and we all know <laughs> lisa simpson is gorgeous in her own way so yes. let's close it out where everyone can uh find us you can find us on all the social medias um instagram twitter facebook uh you can find us on youtube watch all of our older videos on there of our podcast um yeah. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to donate to our podcast, go to buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, feel free to donate on there. Um, we're giving away stickers for all of our uh, people who donate. So donate and get some free stickers. Well, not yep. really free because you're helping, but you know what I mean. Um, so until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.